perks digitally at getmyperks.com. Click Memphis. It's 2 p.m. in Memphis. Giannato and Jeffrey time. Get off the fence. Live on Memphis's sports station. 92.9 FM ESPN. To the Giannotto and Jeffrey Show. We're coming to you live from Memphis, Tennessee. My name is Jeffrey Wright. You can follow me on Twitter at jwright929ESPN. Over in the main studio, the Commercial Appeals lead sports columnist, the lead sports columnist, the number one sports section in the state of Tennessee. Top three sports columnists in the state of Tennessee, barely. Tied for eighth, best sports columnist of the United States of America. He's on Twitter at MGiannotto. Mark, good day, sir. Unfortunately, it's not been a good day outside. Raining. Yeah, it's kind of a bummer. We're, you know, it's, it's like it's getting. Once you get that taste of the great outside weather, you know, great like hanging out on the porch weather. Yeah, you know, you hate to lose it, especially on a Friday. This for a day made for a happy hour. This was the week that it kind of that it it clicked with me. Like, all right, summer's coming here because we got like the. You'd walk outside in the morning. It's crystal clear, blue skies. If you're like us and you work in a place that doesn't have windows, like, <laughs> you know, I usually get to Jeff's show like an hour before the show. And so I'm, I, the last thing I saw was clear blue sky. Mm-hmm. Then you see clouds rolling in when you finally walk back outside. And by the time I was driving back to come to our show, like the thunderstorm clouds were, were appearing. It's like, to me, that's when you get the afternoon thunderstorms that's when it's like all right we're, we're getting to does summer the glass separating us right now does that count as a window is like my only window right now is, no you it's it your beautiful it has your beautiful be, face interior windows do not count it's got to be an exterior window <laughs> um but uh well it'll uh it's setting up jeffrey potentially as consumers of or yeah, as as people who consume sports quite a bit sunday is shaping up to be Potentially, a nightmare scenario for males, male sports fans everywhere. We could. There is a chance tonight if the New York Knicks win against the Miami Heat and the Golden State Warriors beat the Los Angeles Lakers, we could have three game sevens on Mother's Day. You can maybe get away with like watching one game seven, like if it's you know like on Mother's Day, you're not gonna be able to watch all three. Not if you're not not if you're a good husband. Not so, if you're a good son. This is where I I have the greatest amount of sympathy. Good daughter either, too. The greatest amount of sympathy for heroes out there that are that are already checking the schedule. Like I've got I'm in my golf group. Uh there was already the so uh can we play Sunday? There there, <laughs> there was that that one like either you got guys like you got guys that aren't even even remotely entertaining the idea, like absolutely not. No, yeah, no. no, no chance. It, it really it, it says something about your marriage. It, it dep- your response to that question Correct. says a lot about you can you can infer quite a bit about someone's marriage from how they respond to that golf question. And then like the group leaders, like just tell tell your wife that you're going to get flowers, and then don't come back for four hours. Yeah, like that. So I have the greatest amount of sympathy for everyone out there that's in that scenario. That is not my life. I grew up in a house of all boys, mm-hmm. and 
Everyone played sports. Sports are like, but you're, so you're not going to celebrate Mother's Day with your we, mother? Well, we I will. We're going. To, we're doing dinner at their house. But okay. Oh, so it's a okay. Got you. I I am my my father's son. Like the TV setup, like that. All that. That's my dad. Okay. Like my dad is the guy that when he went to his first buffalo, his first Buffalo Wild Wings, he calls my mom and goes, "I want to put this in our house." Like that's <laughs> that's what that's that's where I come from. And so sports are integral. And there will be TV on. Like, there's not a this idea of like no TV, no TV at at the dinner table. That doesn't that rule does not apply at the right household. And then I was very upfront with Aaliyah when we first started dating. I was like, listen, I'm gonna let you know, sports are my life. Mm. Like, and if that's gonna be a problem, like let's not let's not go too far down the road because I'm letting you know, like this is my this is what I do. And well, so, but I understand for so many heroes out there, this could be a disaster day. No, this is a potential emergency that, and it really for, snuck up on us. Yes, that frankly, this show was made to discuss. So we're gonna we're gonna hash it out here. Uh, it is Friday, so we're gonna be talking about what are we gonna be talking about, and we could potentially be talking about an epic Sunday of Game Sevens. That is. A nightmare scenario for men around the country. Uh, we'll dive into the games last night in the NBA playoffs as well as the games tonight. Um, 240 or so, Blake Topmeyer will join us. He's the SEC columnist for the USA Today Network. I believe he had a column this week inspired by his last appearance, Jeffrey. Uh, I believe we got rankings of the transfer quarterbacks in the SEC. Blake's been doing some important work this week. We've got transfer rankings also on his podcast. Him and John Adams debated what the USA Today Top 25 got right and wrong. Ah, that's that's good stuff. I, just important work. That's good stuff. We'll we'll bring we'll bring in. We're about Blake. to start peak talking about football season. Oh yeah, it's not June. It's June yes. is when it starts. Yeah, it was back when back when the preseason magazines were a thing. Like remember. Remember what a big day it was? It always would. Yeah, when you go, when you go to Walgreens yeah. and you'd see the Street always, and Smiths, or it the, would always coincide with my family vacation. Mm-hmm. And I just have vivid memories of walking into a Win Dixie in in the Panhandle of Florida and buying all the magazines. Can I? I don't think he's. I don't think he'll ever get wind of this. Do you want to hear a hilarious Seth Greenberg story? I most certainly do. From when he was the Virginia Tech coach, so he's coming off his NC, like his lone NCAA tournament appearance, and. Put your dancing shoes on, Seth. Well, that was that was the year know, he didn't was, make yeah. it. That was the year he didn't make it. Um, <laughs> Duke and Hope. But I forget who was on the cover, but it was on of the Virginia version of yeah, the because they yeah, was it Athlon? What, yeah, Athlon yeah. or whatever it was. But the story I was told and confirmed by multiple folks was that Seth walked into a Walgreens one day and saw that, and literally. Bought, it was like some like a UVA player was on it, and he like bought like a bunch of copies of it and just he took it around, took it around the office. And goes and like was just like furious that Virginia Tech was not on the cover of an ath- the Athlon. And this was this was still at a, this was at a time where I guess ath- those magazines were more important than they are now. But still, it was like on the tail you know the tail end of their it was, influence on society. It was bizarre that he cared that much. Yes, yes, yes. It was telling, and it was, it was like a, in hindsight, it might have been a tell, <laughs> a little bit, little bit. Um, but like, yeah, Seth's losing it. 
<laughs> but yeah, so there's uh we'll talk to Blake about all that stuff later this hour. We'll get into the list at three o'clock. A lot of NFL stuff to get to now. That the sk- I, we got we kind of got lost. We were going to talk more schedule yesterday, but your outrage at the at your at your discovery about YouTube's NFL Sunday ticket setup uh, kind of derailed us a little bit. Right, and it was a good derailment. Not a bad. This wasn't a train derailment. This was a an important PSA for uh, for all football cons, uh, football fans out there. And then when it was confirmed that the Giants have they're the first team in NFL history to go on the road seven of the first ten weeks. Mm. Like, it didn't help. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll dive into the I'm, NFL I'm, schedule I'm very, in the list. I'm very anti-commish right now. Um, also got news on Tom Brady trying to own an NFL or be a, be a part owner, minority owner of an NFL team. I just think Mark Davis has a big crush on Tom Brady. It feels like he's been trying to get Tom Brady to hang out with him for a while. <laughs> well, we'll discuss it in the list, and then uh, we'll give you our games of the weekend Will they be? Or we're, we know we're going to get at least one game seven this weekend after Boston beats the 76ers in Philly last night in game six. Um, and they'll get an extra day off because the NBA has decided we want all these game sevens on, on Sunday. Um, and then tonight we have Heat Knicks game six, which the conspiracy theorists believe. The NBA might be setting up for a Game 7 because they've put Scott Foster in as the ref, and apparently the Knicks have lost 10 games in a row or something like that. So they, they have a, an impressive losing streak in Scott foster ref games. But how Excuse would, me, the Heat. The Heat okay. have a have an impressive losing streak in Scott foster ref games. And so a lot of people seem to think the NBA would like to set up a Game 7 at Madison Square Garden Sunday. But we don't have any conspiracies out there about getting a Game 7 for Golden State Lakers, right? Well, now the, the, the storyline for that game tonight, the late in the nightcap, one, you've got Anthony Davis listed as probable, did not, go, did not have a concussion. He was not in protocol. Not in protocol. Did, did not have a diagnosed concussion, I think is probably the best way to put it. Um, and then Andrew Wiggins. You can't get diagnosed for a concussion if you never test. Andrew Wiggins was listed as questionable with a rib fracture. He's like he's he's broken his rib uh, or something like that. He did apparently go through some of shoot around today, and Woj is reporting as of now he's going to try and play. Like he's gonna he's but but it appears Wiggins will not be a hundred percent. He'll probably have some some goodies inside of him if you know you know <laughs> right? Can can't you do you can do that for ribs right? Oh yeah, that, yeah. That, that's like the ideal one to shoot up. Yeah, so I wouldn't even say goodies. He's just gonna go get the needle. Yeah, um, he's uh, he's gonna try and give it a go. But that's kind of the looming storyline in that. Although you also have apparently uh, Kendrick Perkins has claimed that he sent LeBron to make sure LeBron saw it. Jamichael Green's Instagram post with the cap, and apparently, according to Kendrick. LeBron respond. All he would say is that LeBron's going to be ready to go. Um, Kendrick has fired up LeBron apparently over the Jermichael Green uh, Instagram cap post uh, related to LeBron's claim that uh, his teams have never flopped. Uh, we are in agreement, though. LeBron saw that immediately. Oh yeah, I don't think Kendrick Perkins yes. needed to Didn't, show him yes. that. Yeah, like I'm, I'm. You know what I would bet? I bet like one of his kids showed it to him. <laughs> like to be honest, or so. Uh, someone in LeBron's orbit made him aware of it very quickly. 
you could also tell me like LeBron. LeBron has like notifications on for when when people use his name. I will say, much like Dylan Brooks, like Dylan Brooks called LeBron old, and he was technically old, so it was technically accurate, even though it was an unwarranted uh, attack. Mm-hmm. Demichael, uh, Jermichael Green also, like, if we're gonna be honest, like. Accurate that you know LeBron's statement about never having been a flopping team is uh, inaccurate. We literally had the remember like it. It was probably when you and I were in college, but this was back when the internet was still fun. Before the internet just became like this, like public forum to be miserable. There would be the videos of like kids in the kids in school like at lockers flopping, and they called it LeBroning. Like, remember that? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that? Those were like the original like viral videos. Mm-hmm. Like that was Internet 1.0. And then I've also appreciated all the all the people that have been doing the good work and going and finding like all the LeBron's greatest hits of flopping. That's just been tremendous content to consume when you're bored the last couple of days. <laughs> yes. So, well, so here's the question. What is the scenario going to be on Sunday for us? Like for 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 men, for male uh, NBA fans, or younger female NBA fans, you know, obviously, you know, anyone anyone with a mother who has to celebrate Mother's Day on Sunday, female, male, what have you, what what what's the scenario going to be on Sunday? Like, if we get two, are we going to be okay? If we get three, I feel like you're not watching all three of those games. There's just no way. So if we get three, the good news is we can all collectively admit it. It's not a problem. It doesn't make us bad people. We don't really care about the Knicks Heat series. Like, let's be real. Like, ah, game I, seven at Madison Square Garden I, would I'm be kind of cool. I'm fine with the scene and whatnot, but, like, in terms of how it applies to the rest of the finals, I'm just not that concerned. Like, that would be, if you, you don't have give to, You don't give the winner of that a chance to beat like, you wouldn't give the Heat a chance to beat the Sixers, let's say. I, mean, the, I would. The most fitting, the most fitting thing for this playoffs would be the Sixers win game seven in Boston, and you feel like that's getting over the, you know, that's getting to the mountaintop, and then turning around losing to the Heat. I still don't think either of these teams are that good. I mean, I'll give. I give. I see. I just. I, I just think of it in terms garden, of having it, a garden, a Madison Square Garden game seven. But we're talking would be about pretty awesome. You're gonna have to give something up. I yeah, you're right. Well, if yeah. all three go to game seven, how on earth can you yeah, make I'd a rather, case that's the one you have to watch? No, you're right. I well, you're right. You're right. You're you're right. That's the one. Like you, if it's Lakers, and it would probably be that one would be your noon tip. It'd be the easiest because you're gonna go to brunch. I mean, for let's Mother's be clear. Day, maybe a big part of. A big part of which one are you skipping is the schedule. Because if it's all three, my gut tells me it's going to be like a noon tip-off for the first game. It'll be like noon, 2.30, 5 o'clock for the tips. I don't think we're going to get a Sunday primetime uh, game. It'll be like noon, 2.30, 5.30, I just don't – I'm not – And the Lakers-Golden I don't know State how it game will be the last Sometimes one. what they've been doing is the noon, the 2.30, and then like TNT gets a 7. Yeah, but I don't know. If, eh, maybe. Maybe. But, like, I think ABC is going to want. 
Well, there's War- no question. They're going to want Warriors-Lakers. If there Lakers. is Warriors-Lakers game seven, that will and be. And that'll be on ABC. That and will so be whatever, the, whatever they deem. I don't know if it's. I think and the 230 game's pl- the number one game. I think, I think that's. Their, I, don't, I think it doesn't matter. I, I think it. Well, they're not going to start a West Coast game at 10 a.m. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think the Boston game, like, I think you're going to, if if Lakers-Warriors is going to a game seven, you're not putting that in, like, on TNT at 7.30 at night. You're going to put it on at 5 or 2.30 on ABC, and because it's a West Coast game, you're probably doing it at 5. Um, and so, no, I think you're right in that scenario, though, that you're probably getting the Knicks at noon, and maybe that's, you know, that's the one you have to skip. Um, I also, to be clear... You don't think we're going to get three, do you? I don't. I don't think we're getting a Knicks Heat game seven. You that think, that you felt think like, Heat are winning tonight. That felt like one of the most like he's going to play Brunson forty eight again. You know that. Well, I still we didn't talk about this. Grimes playing forty eight minutes and having eight points is one of the most <laughs> unreal stat lines I've ever seen. Uh, yeah. It's funny that he picked those two guys. It's like obviously Brunson, but then he was like. I gotta have Quentin Grimes out there for forty-eight. I mean, it, there's no. I don't have anyone else. We've we've mentioned on the show. I like when stereotypes are true. The fact that Tom Thibodeau had not one but two players that played all forty-eight minutes of a game like that. I just like when the world makes sense. Thibs being the guy that does that makes all the sense in the world. Tibbs, you mean? Tibbs doing that? Yes. Um, yes. And then, but that also that doesn't. I don't think you're going to have a situation. Almost everything that they needed to go right for them in that game went right, and they still were. Their ability, the Knicks' ability to keep you in a game is unbelievable. Yeah, and then you got Lakers Warriors tonight. I mean, do you? I mean, what do you? I, my, so if it's following, if if the if the working theory is correct, that LeBron has essentially worked out scripts. Yeah. For. Scripts for the playoffs. And this has gone basically the same as the Grizzlies Lakers right. series so Which far. Which was steal game one, mm-hmm. take it easy game two. Yeah. Game three, return home, like make a statement. Yeah. Game four. Win a close one. Win a close one at home. Mm-hmm. Game, game five. Yeah. The only thing, though, I'm with you. I think it they should have waved the white flag a little sooner. Yeah. No, and now you've got the concern. You know, listen, LeBron, he's going to play, but obviously – and but he did turn his ankle at the end of that game and or his foot whatever and Anthony Davis you know it sounds like he's doing fine but you know still got clocked in the head um i still i think they're winning tonight i think i think uh i think the lakers shut close i, I don't think i don't think the warriors are going to go down as meekly as the grizzlies did in their game 6 but I feel like the Lakers take you know take that series tonight. They've been the better team in the series. I think so. I don't know. I've got a weird feeling about this one. They, I, I mean, listen, you can't put anything past those goals. Like if 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 Clay hits sh- like I my I suspect Curry's going to play well. If Clay hits shots, like you know, there's he's game six Clay or whatever. You know, like it, it you know you could very easily see it happening. Um, they have not shot the ball well at that. If you go look at their numbers. The last couple years in whatever you want to call it, crypto.com arena. Like Steph does not shoot well there. Like it's not just this series. Bad shooters, Jim. It, he's not, it's not a great gym by Steph Curry standards. Doesn't as a suit shooter. his eye. Um, so I will say this though. I am ready to put my faker fan aside. 
Yeah. I'm ready to be done. <laughs> it's been tough rooting yes. for LeBron and it, Anthony it, it's Davis. It's just been, like, I'm done. I'm, I'm ready for this but to be done. But we are still rooting for him. Like, I, no, no, no. I, like I said, to me, like, I view this the same way that historically you would view Russia. I needed him in World War II. Mm-hmm. As soon as it was over, like, we went right back to just spying <laughs> on each other. Like, that's, that's the Lakers. Yes. That's the Lakers. That's good. Um, that's pretty funny. Um, all right. Well, here, let's pivot a little bit because there is a team that's now in the Western Conference Finals. Denver uh, eliminated the Phoenix Suns last night. And to be clear, also, we we lose. If the Lakers win tonight, mm-hmm. they're – there's no way they're starting the series. No, on I believe okay. from what I understand, because that they don't want to have the they don't, don't want to have be off. Yeah, they don't want to have the conference finals start on different like a different. You know, if you started the Western Conference Finals Sunday, you can't start the Eastern Conference Finals till Tuesday because the Celtics and Sixers are playing on Sunday, and they don't want to have the conference finals that off kilter, if you will. So. From what I understand, no matter what now, because the Celtics won last night, the Western Conference Finals will start on Tuesday. Okay, so... And then the Eastern Conference Finals will start on Wednesday. Are we also in agreement if the Lakers don't win tonight, it's panic button? Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be difficult for them to win. And I, yes. I mean, right? I think, I think the Sixers might have missed their shot last night. I think... If the uh, yes, I think if you if you're gonna lose this game six, it'll be it'll, for all of them. Like the Heat, the Heat, I think I would give the best chance to if they lost tonight to go out and win game seven, just because Jimmy Butler does weird things like that. And the Knicks just don't feel very good. The Sixers felt like they missed their shot last night a little bit. Yes, and especially then, with, I mean I know the fourth quarter changed, but you had a situation where Tatum was playing god awful. Yeah, and. You basically now it was really impressive that he just like turned it on in the fourth like that, like that he no, like found it in the fourth and like just stuck the dagger in the Sixers. I he not only did he hit those shots, Mark. I don't think he hit rim once. Yeah, it was like, every single one felt like it, it just almost hit dead made center. his performance in general like as good as if he had scored forty because of how like yeah, bad just, he was. Exactly. And then all of a sudden in the fourth quarter, I was like, oh, here's the first team All NBA guy. Like it was it was pretty incredible. Um but, no, Denver, though, has advanced, and they were the best team in the Western Conference all season. They're the number one seed, obviously, and you you called this, I think, earlier than most, that even though when they lost those two games in Phoenix, you said, one, Phoenix hasn't won in Denver yet, and two, if we took a step back, yes, what Devin Booker did was absolutely incredible in those two games. But to beat Denver, not blow them out, just beat Denver, they literally needed Devin Booker to have, like, two out-of-body experiences in a row shooting the basketball. And what you saw is, you know, it it was— And in one of those games, you got Landry Shannon having an out-of-body experience. Yes. And, you know, they couldn't—Phoenix couldn't sustain it. And you saw—I mean, last night, I mean, that was as bad as the— as bad as the Grizzlies loss in game six to the Lakers. So it was one of those ones when I'm watching it, seeing 81 points, like at first I was like, did I, did I miss halftime? Like I was like, is that the end of the third? Mm-hmm. Mark, I did the math. 
if you were playing on air and just hitting layups, but you had to take all 24 seconds, you'd still only put up two points per possession. They put up 1.35. <laughs> it was insane. Um, and well, and I find Denver really interesting for two reasons. Because I said I've said this for the last couple weeks, or like since the Grizzlies were eliminated. I was really hoping and rooting for Denver and all of this because it's not to say they're the exact same as the Grizzlies. Like the Grizzlies don't have someone quite like Nikola Jokic. No, like they're you know they're just their best players are slightly different than the Nuggets' best players. But it's in the sense that it's Denver has these home this homegrown core, and what they've done over the years is they've like retooled the supporting cast around them. And it feels like this season and these playoffs, it feels like it's the best supporting cast Nikola Jokic has had. And the healthiest. The that's, healthy, a, yes. that's a huge that's, part of it. Last year, Jamal Murray yeah. being hurt, obviously, was a monkey wrench. But even before that, like the year they went to the Western Conference Finals in the bubble. And, and so what I did, I was I was curious about this. I went and looked it up. I was, go, I, I was wondering, I go, what did Jokic do? This Because Jokic, people forget, Came in at the same age, basically, as John and Jaron Jackson Jr. Like, he was a 19-year-old rookie in the NBA. And I went and looked up. I go, I wonder what his, like, fourth year, which is what John Morant just went through, um, what was his fourth year like in Denver? And it's the um, 2018-19 season. um, And coincidentally, the Nuggets that year finished second in the West. Lost in the second round of the playoffs. And it was kind of their their first their first elite year. They 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 didn't make the playoffs in 2017-18, but went 46 and 36. That was kind of their when the Grizzlies were the play-in team year. You know, like that the very similar yeah. to that. Um and then 2018-19, Jokic's fourth year. So the same as the season John Morant just went through. They went four, 54 and 28 and finished second in the West. Lost in the second round to the Portland Trailblazers. Um, so this is the year that it was Lillard went to the yeah. went to the uh, conference conference finals, finals. Um, and they beat the Spurs in the first round in seven game series. Kind of put a, I think I guess that that was probably that. I guess that was the first year without Kawhi Leonard. I think for the for the Spurs twenty eighteen nineteen because this is the year. Um, yeah, Toronto twenty nine. Yes, twenty nineteen. Yeah, yeah. Is the year Toronto won the NBA title. But I went and looked at their roster. And if you look at their roster from that season and compare it to the roster they have right now, literally the only two players left are Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray. Everything else is different. And when you really look at who their core, you know, their top four players right now, obviously Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray. And then what they did is they made a good draft pick in Michael Porter Jr. Yeah, they, it's been dicey. At t- it's felt dicey at times. A little different than, say, Desmond Bain. Desmond Bain was more just like a good draft pick, you know, a good find, if you will. Porter Jr. was a high-end talent, just had all these injury red flags. Well, yeah, he has. And as frankly, it's borne out. Like, he's been hurt at times during his career. There, there are people that have said they've never seen a medical with as many red flags as his. But in general. But they took they, – they do get credit. Like to me, it's similar. Also, though, it's similar to the Grizzlies. Like this, their high risk draft pick mm-hmm. has so far paid off. 
The Grizzlies' high-risk draft pick when they not. traded up to get Zaire, it has not paid off. But, yes, and and let's be clear. At times, especially at the beginning, it didn't look like Porter was going to work out. No, for sure. You know, like just like it like, right uh, now doesn't look like Zaire's going to work out. Didn't he have a back surgery again? Yes, like he didn't yeah. play his first, you know, year or two. And then what they did, the other main piece they really added to their core was they went and traded. Remember they traded at the deadline for Aaron Gordon? Yep. And it was basically Aaron Gordon went from being a star on a bad team to an elite role player for the Denver Nuggets. And you saw, I, I thought he was, you know, one of the unsung guys in this Sun series. He was the one who made Durant's life more difficult than, you know, like, Durant was not efficient in that series. No, and it was ba- because of Aaron bas- Gordon. They basically turned him into, like, a trash guy, mm-hmm. like, just picking up trash like under the basket. And just unbelievable defense. And doesn't it feel like that's that the Grizzlies are looking for their elite role player right now? No, Dylan I mean, Brooks wasn't filling the need, filling that role adequately enough. It appears that's what they've that, determined. That and was that's the what role our that eyes they, showed us. That's the, the role they wanted for Dylan, and Dylan wants to be a feature guy. And they're they're in the market for their own version of Aaron Gordon right now. Um, so that's why I I think I'm paying I'm paying a lot of attention to Denver because I think their template can work for the Grizzlies over these next four or five years as we, you know, really get into the prime, if you will, of this nucleus of Grizzlies. Um, I think they have a – the method they've used is a method the Grizzlies can use. And then, you know, you look at it this year. They've just made some – you know, like getting Bruce Brown for real cheap like they did, like that was a great pickup. Like that guy is a – that guy isn't going to put up gaudy numbers in the regular season – but he's like a dude you you you're cool with having on the floor in the fourth quarter of a playoff game. No, the the thing that has really stood out, and I understand injuries are a big part of this. Same goes for Jeff Green. I know, like Jeff Green, like Jeff Green in the role he was brought in to be for Memphis way back when was not right. But Jeff Green is like your eighth man. Like that's a, you know that's a good guy to have in a playoff series. The thing that is like when you when you compare the teams that are still KCP, same thing. Like he's not like a great regular season player, but like. That's a dude who you can trust on the floor in a playoff series. When you look at the teams that are advancing and you compare them to the Grizzlies, one of the key distinctions was they have more guys that they can throw out there that are not going to be just bright-eyed and stunned by the moment. Mm-hmm. Like That was kind of the problem with the Grizzlies where, you know, as soon as Kennard got hurt, you're sitting there going, like, what are the options? Mm-hmm. And... They're really their only options were they tried to play Tyus a decent amount, but it's like that that did not work because he didn't hit shots. But I mean, to me, like that's kind of the other thing. Like you're probably not going to find this cure all answer, but I think the Grizzlies have to be better at some of the ways that they're filling out the rest of the roster because yeah. it feels like there's just too much dead weight. Yeah, no, it, or there's it, too many projects now. I will say this in terms of the, what are we talking about? Like, for instance, we're talking about that Lakers Golden State series. I will say in that one, it, let's say the Lakers win tonight and end that series. What do you think is going to be the bigger storyline coming out of the game, Jeffrey? Will it be LeBron getting to the Western Conference Finals, LeBron and the Lakers, or will it be what happens next with the Warriors? What will be the bigger story coming out if the Lakers were to end that series tonight? I think it's I think it's still going to be LeBron because the Warriors thing feels like, even though that is a story, like it feels 
By the way, Zach Lowe is saying more like Zach a, Lowe said on his podcast he thinks they're gonna keep they're gonna they're gonna bring back Draymond and they're gonna cut corners elsewhere. Like they're gonna keep the they're gonna keep that three together for another season. So Clay will opt in. I guess so. Yeah. Or so one last ride. Does Clay have? I think I think plays. I thought Clay's was a, a player option. Let's see. I think it's a player option at forty. I think he's got the. I think he's in the same spot Middleton is. I don't think it's a player option. I think it's a, just a, a one year left. It's like, yeah, he's got that year left on his deal. Uh, let's see. He, you're right. He's just got forty three million. Yeah. Um. So, but I think you're right because of the LeBron factor. But like, for instance, after last night's game, Denver Phoenix game, the story was not. Denver's in the Western Conference Finals and looks like they should be the f- NBA title favorite. I, I think as of today, yes, I agree. I'd put them as the like going into the conference finals. No matter what happens over these next couple days, I think I'd say I'd put Denver as the as the favorite to win the NBA championship. I feel like I have the fewest questions with Denver. Mm-hmm. Every time I've watched them, they've been pretty darn impressive. Not to say like I think that if they play the Lakers or the Warriors, it'll be a tough series. Um, I don't know. You don't think so? I don't know. I do think I think the Lakers present more problems for well, yeah, Denver Davis. because they like you know. Now at the same time, Davis has not had to go up against like a legitimate center yet. At the same time, Jokic is not the greatest defensive player. Like ultimately, no, but he does. He's a big body though. He can throw some. He throws yeah. size at him. Yeah. No, it it would be a different type of challenge than what Davis has faced in the first two rounds. Uh, very clearly, but um, but the talk coming out of that game is, you know, what's what's Phoenix going to do to retool around Devin Booker and Kevin Durant? It, like we're getting, you know, talk of basically basically within like twelve hours of Phoenix getting eliminated, f- feels like we got reports of Monty Williams going to be fired, Chris Paul's going to get traded, DeAndre Ayton's going to get traded. Yeah, I still think though the answer to that is what does Kevin Durant want? Well, isn't isn't you think Durant is the most important person in that franchise? It's not Devin Booker. I think Devin Booker is the most important person in that franchise. I think Ishbia made the move for Durant, and it's going to be what does Durant want? It'll be interesting to see what they do with Monty Williams. There's talk that the Bucks are interested in him, also. Ah, uh, the old safe landing spot. Yeah. Um, and Ishbia is an aggressive guy, it feels like. At least right now, early on in his ownership, he's an aggressive guy. Because um, Chris Paul has like an interesting contract, apparently. It's only partially guaranteed for next year. So you're not having to take on 40-some-odd million. It's less half that or something. Um, but isn't that a problem, though, for the NBA, though? Yeah, that partial like- guarantee. So that's interesting. 15.8 of it is guaranteed of the 30.8 that it is, but then it becomes fully guaranteed on June 28th. So basically they're going to have to make a decision before free agency. Yeah. But don't you think it's a problem for the NBA that, like, we're talking – on Friday – It's the biggest complaint that I've had people about – People are talking about not – they're not talking about, like, how good Denver is. They're talking about, all right, how do the Suns get to the NBA Finals next year? The biggest complaint <laughs> like- that I have about NBA and the NBA conversation is – we spend so much time not talking about the basketball. And the basketball's mm-hmm. been pretty damn good. Yeah. No, and, and it takes literally LeBron. 
Like, if it was anyone but LeBron, like you said earlier, you think that if the Lakers win tonight, they'll be, yes, there'll be talk about are yeah, they going to the are you going to whatever are you going to dismantle the Warriors? But the bigger storyline will be LeBron is back in the and the Lakers are back in the conference finals. Yes. But to me, it's like basically it's because you've got Lakers and LeBron. If it was anything else, the bigger topic would be what yes. the heck? What's yes. going to happen? Like if the Warriors were doing this against, you know, if they then were beating Denver. the Grizzlies, if the Grizzlies were beating them, in, or Denver, or uh, you know. Maybe Phoenix isn't it? Maybe just Phoenix and the Lakers are outliers because of the personalities on the I think team. It's, but it's, it's so it's just all star driven. Yeah, but I just think it's a problem that like it feels like Denver is an afterthought, even though they look like the most impressive team right now in the NBA playoffs. They won their first round series four one, and it could have been it was almost a complete sweep. Mm-hmm. They only dropped two games against Phoenix, and it was two. Otherworldly performances from an elite score, like they've been the most impressive team thus far. Yeah, and and I, like I said, I think that is a good omen for the Grizzlies. Like, because I think whereas like Golden State to a certain extent, I know the beginnings of their roster was made organically, but they're you know spending three hundred some odd million dollars to keep that team together. The Grizzlies are not going to do that, like going to the luxury tax like the Warriors are. Well, they, yeah. The the Sixers same deal like they traded for James Harden like the, that's just not a feasible path necessarily history tells us that is not a feasible path yes. for the Grizzlies to go and then the Lakers like just built their team on the fly like that's just at the deadline yeah Denver is the team that has built itself in a way that you could see the Grizzlies doing that yeah and so I think you should be yeah I'm rooting for the I'm rooting for Denver the rest of the way all right when we come back let's talk some ball let's get into football we'll discuss that with Blake Topmeyer next right here. Giannotto and Jeffrey, 92.9 FM, ESPN. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Joe Ostrowski here to help you beat the books with BetQL. Back home after a week's road trip, the BetQL model is going to Chicago Southside for tonight's play. White Sox starter Michael Kopech has a career 3.68 ERA at home. And on the other side is Houston Astros starter J.P. France in just his second career start. So the BetQL model has the White Sox on the money line as a five-star best bet. I'm Joe Ostrowski. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app today. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who... I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, presto, you're starting to speak another language, like magic. I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. And they're designed by real language teachers, so you learn how to have real-world conversations, things you'll actually use. 
It's incredible. After using Babbel, I'm ready to start having real conversations in French. There's all kinds of ways to learn. Use Babbel's podcasts or games or videos. You can even join live classes with a language teacher. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than Babbel. 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 Evidemment. Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. Hello, I'm Howard Mackler, founder of Innovation Refunds. You've heard me talking about the payroll tax refund for months. I'm so proud that we've helped over 15,000 businesses claim over $5 billion in cash incentives. If you own a business, even if you've asked your CPA about this, you owe it to yourself to take another look. Every client is assigned a licensed and insured tax attorney who evaluates your company at my expense to accurately determine eligibility. Innovation Refunds has hundreds of five-star reviews on Trustpilot and Google, and your business might be entitled to receive up to $26,000 per employee. Businesses of all types can qualify, including medical, professional, construction, even nonprofits. Please don't miss out on this. Even your doctor would tell you to get an expert second opinion, and we do a lot of work for doctors. Download the Innovation Refunds app now or go to GetRefunds.com to potentially get a payroll tax refund of $26,000 per employee. GetRefunds.com. GetRefunds.com. Frame Corner, Memphis's premier in framing, has a special for spring sale. 50% off tabletop photo frames and ready-made art frames. Get $25 off your custom framing when you spend $150 if you mention this ad. Get the framing those diplomas, sports memorabilia, fine art, and limited edition prints. Visit Frame Corner at 5035 Park Avenue in Memphis or online at framecornermemphis.com. That's framecornermemphis.com. So you're looking to unwind after a long day or celebrate with friends. You want music, but you also want something else. Bourbon at Blue Note Bourbon. We believe music and bourbon have something in common. They can lift your spirits, soothe your soul, and take you to another place in time. So here's the great music. Good times and great bourbon. Pick up a bottle today and let Blue Note Bourbon be the soundtrack to your night. Recent weather taking a toll on your roof? A-Team Roofing has you covered, literally, with their 24-hour tarp service to stop further damage. I pity the fool that doesn't check out our online reviews. A-TeamRoofers.com. Today's Perks deal will make you hungry. Enjoy $50 of delicious, fine Asian cuisine for just $25 at Mulan Asian Bistro. Usually, if you want to travel to China, you have to jump on a plane and get your hotel. But you'll feel like you're right there when you go to Mulan Asian Bistro. Mulan's vast menu includes delicious appetizers, soups, rice, noodles, traditional dishes, Szechuan, sushi, and much more in Midtown. Call your bill in East Memphis. Get your perks digitally direct right now at GetMyPerks.com. That's direct digitally at GetMyPerks.com. Click Memphis. For nearly 18 years, we've been delivering brand new vehicles right there in the Memphis market. And now we're excited to announce that Red River has a Toyota store right here in Wynn, just a short hop across the river to get the best deal on a new Toyota than anywhere else in your state or our state. Or we can bring it right to Memphis and drop it off in your driveway. You can order yours online right now at RedRiverToyota.com and we'll bring it to you. 
So check us out at RedRiverToyota.com or come see us and win. Do you find yourself stuck in a timeshare? Get the real facts about the timeshare industry and your options for cancellation. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has put together a free information guide that reveals the secrets the timeshare industry doesn't want you to know, including the five ways to get rid of your timeshare. Call now and get this timeshare cancellation guide absolutely free. Call 800-330-2929. That's 800-330-2929. 800-330-2929. Easy Go golf carts are the perfect fit for families on the go. Whether on the golf course or in the neighborhood, Easy Go golf carts will keep you riding in style. With Easy Go, you're good to go. Go to Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor in Madison, Mississippi, Biloxi, Mississippi, or Memphis, Tennessee. We have the perfect new or pre-owned vehicles that are good to go. James Davis is more than just a clothing store. It's a place filled with people who have genuine passion for what they do. They don't want to just make you look good. They want you to leave the store also feeling good. So if you haven't stopped by James Davis lately, this is Gary Parrish reminding you it's time to do so. The people are tremendous. The place is amazing. We're lucky to have James Davis in Memphis. And right now, they have incredible items at incredible prices, including Stant Custom Shirts. For those unfamiliar, here's how that works. You walk in, folks at James Davis take three measurements, literally take seconds. Then they punch the those measurements into a computer and it spits out the name of one of 99 shirts inside James Davis. You grab that shirt, put it on, and you're going to realize quickly that the shirt looks like it was made specifically for you. Then you're going to pick the fabric and the pattern and that shirt will be made specifically for you. It'll be ready in two weeks. Prices start at just $138. Once you get one, you'll never buy off the rack again. The place to go for the best in men's clothing is James Davis. Go see my friends Van and Rob in the Laurelwood Shopping Center and check them out on the web, jamesdavisstore.com. Hey, who's my first ever Sunrise Buick GMC truck? Thinking about buying a new or used car or truck? Remember, the selection's better and the savings are bigger at Sunrise. Over 600 new cars and trucks to choose from. Factory rebates up to $1,000 and interest rates low as 2.9. Bad credit? It's okay. At Sunrise, we've got a financing plan for everybody. SunriseMemphis.com. We're saving you money. It's just the way you're doing business. Coming to Pike, Wolf Chase, and Collierville. We make it fun to buy a car again. Check out the all-new Sunrise Truck Corral. Huge selection of nothing but trucks. All makes, all models, all prices, all trucks, all the time. Fix the Sunrise Wolf Chase. I'm the wolf cat tumbling down in the city that we love. Great clouds. Giannato and Jeffrey broadcast live from the Red River Toyota Studios. Check out Red River Toyota in Wynn, Arkansas. This hour of G&J is brought to you by the Next Generation 10G Network. Only from Xfinity. The Giannato and Jeffrey Show on 92.9 FM ESPN. The first inning is unpredictable, but you can place a no-run first inning wager with confidence at BetMGM. Make a no-run first-inning prop bet on any Friday MLB game. If only one run is scored in the first, you'll get your stake back in bonus bets up to $20. Take big swings all season long with BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks and official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. Log into your counter, sign up today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly, and they offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions, 21 years of age or older to wager. Tennessee only, new and existing customer offer. Opt-in is required. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance for problem gambling support. Call the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. Bit of a programming update. 
Unable to get Blake on the line right now. Waiting to hear back from him. Normally with, with Blake, he like he'll let me know that, hey, I can't do today, but so unclear. All right, here's the question though, Mark. Choose your own adventure. Okay. Ooh, this will be fun. College or pro? Um let's go. Should we go pro? I feel like we should talk about this NFL schedule. We over we kinda you know, it got lost a little bit yesterday. Because, again, you found you found out the direct t- that uh, that now, Sunday ticket that Sunday ticket is now only going to let you watch two games at a time. Correct, fans first. Um, but we did get the NFL schedule yesterday. Um, the notable, uh, I guess. St- well, it was really interesting. I was watching uh, Sports Center with SVP last night after the Nuggets Suns game, and. I found it really interesting that they did. He did like an entire, like they did an NFL schedule segment, but it was him interviewing Joe Buck. And I actually found it interesting, but I'm not sure if like non-media people would find it interesting, but it was basically them talking about, hey, isn't it great that Monday Night Football is getting good games again? And oh, isn't it great that we're getting flex scheduling now? We get to flex week uh, starting well, week 12 if we want to. Uh, you know, now it, it's Now it's entirely possible you could have a game scheduled for Sunday. Mm-hmm. That will get moved to Monday. Yes. Um, and then you had Joe Buck responding, yeah, isn't it great? I think we got the two best games of the year on Monday Night Football. Aaron, and he, in his mind, and I, I, I push back on this a little bit, in his mind, the two best games on the NFL regular season schedule this year are week one, Aaron Rodgers' debut with the New York Jets against the Buffalo Bills. And in his mind, the game you always want, is the Super Bowl rematch, and the Super Bowl rematch, Eagles-Chiefs, is on Monday Night Football, I believe, week 11. So I was trying to go through. I That may be a stretch for the two best games of the year. Mm-hmm. I do think two that— Two good games to have on TV, though. So going through the week one, the opening night's Kansas City and Detroit. I would still rather have Jets-Bills than that, wouldn't you? Yes. I don't. I don't understand this. Like, everyone's like— Yay for Detroit, and that's great. I, I like it. it's a cool story. I guess I, I still would rather see a different game than that. I I do think it could end up being a fun game, mm-hmm. but I am very worried that the Lions are too trendy. Like if it's got to be an AFC NFC game, one I'd rather see. I'd rather see like Eagles Chiefs. Like a, the, I'd see the Super Bowl rematch as the opening game. I mean, to me, here's the rest of here's the rest of Week One. Carolina, Atlanta, no thank you. Cincinnati at Cleveland, I mean, I'm interested, but like that to me, like that feels like, all right, that's the game I'm starting first on TV one, week one. Cincinnati, Cleveland, yeah, you know what I mean? Because that one's got, I just awesome. I love Joe Burrow. It's it's well documented, but also like. I do think Deshaun Watson is a fascinating storyline this year. If we were to do the tasting menu, I think that you're right. That would get TV one. Because Jacksonville, Indy, no thank you. No, Tam- every other game is like Tampa, no, Minnesota, no. Titans at Saints, no. Yeah. Niners, Niners Steelers. Steelers kind of, eh. sort of. Eh. Arizona, Washington. Houston and Baltimore. Yeah, pass. Green Bay and Chicago. And then the Sunday night game is Giants and Cowboys. And as a Giants fan, like, I dread that game. <laughs> I hate that game. Um, yeah. So you've got that. You mentioned. I don't, so have we gotten an explanation as to why the Giants are playing seven of their first ten on the road? Is it like availability of MetLife? But they get first dibs, right? The Jets. The Giants, the, well, I don't. 
that it's a joint venture. They used to have first dibs at the Meadowlands, at Giant Stadium. Yeah, whatever, MetLife yeah. was a joint venture. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, the the other thing is like when you started to look at the schedule, it's not like oh well, it's super, it's super backloaded with home games. It's just like they go through these like weird stretches where it's like three games at home, then three on the road, and then you you close the year. See if you buy this. I was thinking about this last night. The the last two games of the year always feel like just they feel not important. You know what I mean? Like week mm-hmm. eighteen always feels like who cares? Like who's even going to play? Everything's decided at that point. Like I would much rather have. There's, there's usually two or three games that matter. Yeah, but I would much rather have the the. I'd much rather have my schedule like front loaded, like where or I'd much rather have the easier part of my schedule at the beginning because I think as the season wears on. I think you the better the when playing better teams as the season wears on, injuries start to impact the season and it doesn't feel like quite as daunting of a, a challenge. But this doesn't have to be a Giants conversation. I think though the more interesting thing that you're talking about with with Buck and ESPN, it's very clear that ESPN has decided to fall in line and 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 start to play nice with and start to play nice with the NFL. Because they clearly were getting oh I, apparently like if you if you if you really want to get uh, uh, inside the uh, the four letter network here um, Jimmy Pataro, who now runs it like that that was literal that was the thing he came in when he took over for John Skipper. we are going to fix the relationship are, with the NFL that was like his goal was we are going to fix the relationship with the NFL we are not going to be the odd men out uh, like we have been and now they're in the Super Bowl rotation again and. They're getting um, much better Monday night matchups. I think part of it also is the NFL knows, like they they also ponied up to go get Buck and Aikman. Like people that, talk I about, think that's like a huge part of it. People talk about, like like I saw an awful announcing article about how Steve Levy is getting the shaft because you know essentially he was on Monday Night Football. They bumped him, went and got Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. Now he's not even the secondary NFL guy because Chris Fowler's contract was up. And to, you know, to they make to sure they keep him, they yeah. sweetened his by giving him NFL games. Um, and he saw he saw what Her- Herbie was doing last year, and he was like, "I want in on some of that." And it's like, well, like, yeah, I guess, but like, because they have Buck and Aikman, like the NFL is that's a that's a primo announcing team. They're not going to just give those guys, you know, chump change. When is it going to stop feeling weird having Buck and Aikman on Monday Night Football? I felt like as last year went on, I was cool with it. I'm not. It's not even like a oh, I hate this. It's still just weird. I was okay because it's both of them. There's something it's a comfortable fa- about it's a fa- that. That's the thing. It's though. different graphics, but the same. It's a familiar team, but there's just something like I just expect to hear Fox Fox music when I see them. Yeah, I feel like, and I and I'm I was thinking from their perspective, I bet you they like it so much more. Oh, there's no question. Because you can actually watch football on Sunday now and like Well, and for Buck, like they're letting Buck call some golf. Like they're letting him do like he Well gets, and yet it's not like the, like they do they have a nice deal in that. It doesn't feel like they have to do anything extra other than like they'll have to do the six o'clock sports center on the night they're calling the game and they gotta do an interview uh, with SVP after the game. It's not like they have to go on the network on Wednesday, you know, and talk. Go, they don't have to make an appearance on NFL Live during the week, you know. I actually think 
Buck might have the best gig in sports. Because think about it this way. Nance has to work a lot. Well, like when he was at Fox, he had to work a lot. Yes, but now he has. But at Fox, he got he was calling the World Series, and he was like the top NFL guy. Well, like I was thinking about one of his first Manning cast appearances mm-hmm. before, you know, uh, before. The year before he left yeah. for Monday Night Football. He was just like in Cabo midweek. Yeah. Like I was like, that must be awesome. Well, and like Van Pelt asked him last night, are there any places you really look forward to going to? Like the, like you look at the schedule and you go, man, I can't wait to go there again. I haven't been there in a while. And he, he said two things. He said, he said Kansas City because he thinks Kansas City has – he said Kansas City and when Green Bay is good, those are the two best atmospheres, environments, environments yeah. in football. Um, and then he's like, and then, you know, L.A., I got friends there. You know? <laughs> it's like – Well, that's where he lives mostly. Uh, it, maybe, he made it seem like he doesn't live in maybe L.A. Maybe Denver – I know his wife's from – Yeah, he made it seem like he doesn't live in L.A., um, but he likes going there. Uh, <laughs> but um, – it was interesting, and then well, it's funny also because with these nat, like we mentioned, uh, I just mentioned the Packers, like if they're good, and he had to put that caveat in there, like they're on TV. You you mentioned yesterday, like who's going to be the team that people are going to get tired of? It like the Packers are on national TV, what as as much as anyone, and like if Jordan I think loves it's five, I think they have five. I thought it was six. I don't know, whatever it is. I might nominate them because if Jordan Love stinks, that team's going to stink. I don't even think if, like, if I, my bigger question is what if Jordan Love is just fine? I think they might stink. Yeah. But I, that might be my, my candidate for team that we go, oh, God, we I can't believe the, they're that on we TV again, even though it's the Packers and it's a brand name. Yeah. I, I got another candidate. My Giants. Uh, <laughs> you think you think you think they're going to come back down to earth a little bit? I I think you have to realistically say they are the leader in the clubhouse for the team that made the playoffs. That's going to miss the playoffs, mm. and you can even throw in the caveat: team to win a playoff game that could miss the playoffs. Because when you start to look at the schedule, like Mark, I started doing the you know standard wins and losses when you see your schedule come out. Mm-hmm. If you like, there's a scenario, open with the Cowboys. The Giants, I think, have lost 10 of 11 to the Cowboys. All right, 0-1. You get Arizona early at Arizona. I'm hoping to God they're 1-1. Then you go at the Niners, L. Seahawks at home. I don't know, Monday night football. That's another. That's another. So the, the Giants are on Sunday night football. Uh, Sunday night football to start. Thursday night football week three, Monday night football week four, Sunday night football week six. Like you're you're gonna get a healthy dose of the Giants, and I don't think they're very good. I think they're like mm. I think last year was the classic, like they got the most out of what they have, and I I'm not I'm not optimistic right now. All right, do you wanna know okay, who do you wanna know the best I've got different lists here of the best games on this 2023 NFL schedule. Do you want to hear NBC Sports' take on it? The Mothership, NFL.com's take on it? Sports Illustrated's take on it? Sporting News' take on it? ESPN's take on it? Awful Announcing's take on it? Which one do you want to hear? I want to hear the Mothership. Mothership? Okay. Because well, that can kind of So the Mothership you- only did top nine primetime games. All right. Okay. 
So we're going top nine nationally televised games. Because um, this will give you a look into how the NFL is going to position the teams they're promoting. Okay, we've got number nine, Monday night, December 4th, Bengals at Jaguars. So you got Joe Burrow versus Trevor Lawrence. Okay. Feels like a reach, but okay. Um, And, yes. Number eight. This is an interesting one. Saturday, December 30th. 7:15 on ESPN slash ABC. So it's like the the sat when you know when they start yeah, having yeah, Saturday yeah. games. Detroit Lions at Dallas Cowboys. Again, a little bit of a stretch. Feels like they're really NFL is really they're, on this Detroit thing. Yeah, I, I number seven, Christmas night, Baltimore Ravens at San Francisco 49ers. I think that okay. actually because it's Christmas night too. That's a that might that's probably the best Christmas Day game, right? Yeah, I think so. We have like the Chiefs are playing, but they're playing the Raiders, right? I think. Yes, we also we're getting a lot of Raiders. <laughs> a lot of Raiders. We're getting a lot of Raiders. Yeah, Raiders could also be up there. Yeah, with, with that, the, we're with getting the a lot of Raiders. 